guys, what's going on? Welcome back to another video of TOEFL ITP. I'm your host, Arsenio, as always, the Arsenio ZSL podcast. And if you're following me on the YouTube page, thank you so, so much. Today is another vocabulary question fiasco, and we're going to be diving right into it right here, right now. So with that being said, let me hurry up and share, and let's get straight into it. So today's about the supernova. It's going to be a relatively short podcast, a relatively short video and understanding that context. So here we go. The first question is a supernova in line one is which of the following? So here we go. Let's break this uh, definition down and this sentence that goes from and runs from lines one to two. A supernova occurs when all of the hydrogen in the core of a huge star is transformed to iron and explodes. So a supernova occurs when all of these things happen and explodes. So the end result of the explosion is obviously, boom, a supernova. Understanding that context. So if we look at A, the iron component of a star, does it say anything about iron? It does. But this is the lead up to the explosion, which is the supernova. As well as the B, the core of a star, if we look at this, when all the hydrogen in the core of a huge star is transformed to iron and explodes, the end result and that occurrence is called a supernova. So the core of a star is not a supernova. It's the explosion, like I've already stated. And like I said, see the hydrogen in a star, that is not, that's the process leading to the supernova. And therefore, D, the explosion of a star, would be the answer. So what I did here, I literally grabbed that supernova and I said, okay, a supernova occurs when? Ooh, when? Okay, so all of these things after when leads up to the supernova. This is how we're going to break it down from here on out because I know a lot of you get really, really confused with the, oh, well, I'm not exactly, you know, when is when, you know? Uh, or, you know, I believe that the supernova is the hydrogen in the core of a huge star. No, 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 no. It occurs when all of these things and the end result, boom, is an explosion. That's how you break it down. So here we go. Let's check out the next vocabulary term. And we're going down to a line seven and eight, the Magellan cloud. So we have a galaxy inside the Milky Way, a cloud composed of hydrogen, a galaxy near the Earth's galaxy, okay? and a cloud in the sky above the earth. So let's check this out. All right, so it says here, supernovae or supernovas. I don't think it's supernova. So maybe it should be like supernovas. There we go. Well, I just literally dele deleted the entire thing. Supernovas are not, okay, are not very common. They occur about once every 100 years in any galaxy. And in 1987, a supernova, that could be seen by the naked eye occurred in the Magellan cloud. So we don't know what the Magellan cloud is just yet, but there's an appositive that follows up directly after this. And a positive is an explanation of what was just said. It's like, uh, what is it? I did it in my uh, structure course. Let's say this, Martin Luther King, comma, uh, an influential leader throughout the civil rights movement in the 1950s and 60s, comma. That's what an appositive is. A subject, comma, plus a, and a description of what it is. And then 
you're going to use the main verb in the, what is it, in the last clause. So you have subject, comma, uh, da, 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 comma, and then main verb in the rest of the description. That is what an appositive is. And here is exactly what an appositive and how to describe exactly what it is we're looking for, which is the Magellan Cloud, and we're looking for a description of what it is, right? It says a galaxy close to the Milky Way. A galaxy close to the Milky Way. So again, what we're going to come down to is, yep, it, it says here there are two, a galaxy and a galaxy in A and C. Now B, a cloud, no. D, a cloud, no. A galaxy inside or near the Earth's galaxy. Near the Earth's galaxy, meaning near the Milky Way galaxy. It's not a galaxy inside the Milky Way because a Milky Way is a galaxy in itself. There aren't two galaxies within the Milky Way. I could be totally wrong, but absolutely not. C would be the answer because it says here, a galaxy close to the Milky Way and the Milky Way obviously is the galaxy that we are in right now. Okay, there it is. Pretty interesting. I didn't even know the Magellan Cloud was a galaxy. I just knew only the Andromeda. <laughs> Let's go into the next one. Milky Way. What is the Milky Way in line nine? So here we go. However, no supernovae. I said it again. I'm just going to put supernovae have occurred in the Milky Way galaxy. And then, of course, like I told you with the comma, like I told you with the semicolon, here there's a nice little parentheses. The galaxy that includes the Earth since 1604. There it is. So it's a galaxy that includes Earth. So if we go down here, the Milky Way, what is it? Part of the Earth? Absolutely not. A galaxy close to Earth? No. A galaxy that is home to the Earth? Yes. A creamy colored cloud in the sky? Holy shit. If you choose D, you need to take the day off. <laughs> no, take a year off. <laughs> okay. So Let's do it. Going into number four. All right. Which of the following is close to the meaning phenomenon? Oh, my God. What the hell does phenomenon mean? This is a hard one. Let's break this one down. There was a great explosion followed by three months of lighted skies and historical chronicles of the time were full of accounts and unusual explanations for the misunderstood phenomenon hyphen. Many people believe that it meant that the world was coming to an end. So because of all these things, a misunderstood phenomenon, the misunderstood phenomenon is what? The supernova. And people were like, oh, the world's coming to an end. And I don't blame them. That was like, I don't know, 1604. So obviously they didn't even know what the sun was back then. I think they did. Maybe they did. But, you know, they thought it was Apollo, right? That's how Apollo, Aphrodite's, all these different things started happening. So uh, when they first saw that, they were like, oh, the world's going to come to an end. But they didn't know. Was it science? Come on, people were talking 400 years ago. Come on. All right. So let's come back down. And then in number four, here we go. It says, A, what? It, well, now, again, what is phenomenon? Is it an everyday occurrence? Didn't state it. A misunderstood event. Correct. Because people, again, it's a misunderstood phenomenon. They didn't know what a supernova was. Therefore, they thought the world was coming to an end. It's a misunderstood event. If they had known that this was called a supernova, they wouldn't have to worry about it. But because it did happen, because it happened in 1604, which was a time where there was nothing ever existed, okay, Jesus Christ, obviously, they would be scared out of their right minds. So it's a misunderstood event. 
a common belief? No, people. And although that may be true in present day, because, you know, the stupid ass doomsday clock and all these people believe in the world's going to end like, oh, one planet, the world's going to end one planet. No, science, people, science. When has a planet ever ended? Stop it. Okay. Science. Okay. Get some education. An unusual occurrence. No, the unusual occurrence is a supernova. Now, remember, it says already unusual explanations for the misunderstood phenomenon. It cannot be the misunderstood unusual occurrence. It's a misunderstood event. It's an event that happens, supernova. It's very, it's very close, B&B, very close. And I know how you probably would say, oh, it's an unusual occurrence. Well, I guess you could say it's an unusual occurrence, but the people misunderstood the event because after the hyphen, it says they believed that the world was going to end. Boom. That's how it's all broken down, people. So with that being said, that is another rundown of a TOEFL ITP session. Thank you so much. Again, my courses are available for $57, the TOEFL ITP reading, TOEFL ITP uh, listening. And if you buy the grammar course at 57, you get the written expression. Well, if you buy the structure course at 57 or vice versa, you get the other course which is the, you know, the latter or form or whatever, whichever one you buy for just $27. So take advantage of that. And I'll be seeing you guys very soon. The next video over and out.